to the Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in. We have a lot of friends we want you to meet. Well, hello there. From beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. Look at it somewhere up north. This is the Local Bar. I'm your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you can be, you have decided to spend some time with us today. For that, we're incredibly grateful. How you doing? Local Bar can be found on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartMedia, wherever you get your fine podcast. You can also check us out over at localbarmedia.com. Find us on Facebook, Local Bar Media. If you want to be a part of the show, questions, comments, concerns, condolences, because my Cowboys stink right now they stink on ice right now chat at localbarmedia.com i'll be glad to take your 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 messages why is this dog barking it's just me talking well i'm doing a show well what do you want me to do about it i've got to do a show is it gonna be like this the whole time well, you be all gruff all you want to. I'm already taking you on a walk today. So let me tell you about this dog. Very fitting that, that she's trying to get involved in the show. The show is partially about her today. Um, I am I am in uh, the the great and beautiful home of of Don and Brooke. And you know, uh, you know what? I think Hilton was trying to tell me something. That's it. <laughs> I think Hilton was trying to tell me that my recording volume was way off base. I'm working a new microphone for when I travel, so sorry about the beginning. I know it sounded a little little shaky there. I'm, I'm trying to kind of work this out, but it looks like we got this all figured out. Well, thank you, Hilton. I, I appreciate your your help in there. Um, so um, we, we had a gig last night here in Charleston. We've got another one tonight. If you happen to be in the in the Charleston area at the Royal American tonight, looking forward to seeing uh, uh, some good friends uh, down that way. And then... Um, We'll be back home at Foxfield uh, Saturday night. So that is, if you're listening to this time of recording, today is the 18th. Tomorrow is the 19th of October. Come on out and see us. We'd love to see you. Um, had a great time last night. Played in a played in a parking lot of a of like a shopping center. It was it was, it was a little different, but it was really nice. It was beautiful. It was, it was great. It's a great concert series, and we had a really good time. So thanks to thanks to all of you that that came out. We had a uh, we had a really good. Really, really good, a really good time last night. So, uh, thanks to everyone who came out. Looking forward to playing tonight at the Royal American. If you're in town, come see us. So, um, uh, crazy week. I want to talk about something at the top of the show. Um, we talked about on welding a family. If you if you check that podcast out, it should be going out um, same about the same time as this show. We we are having, by the way, we're having an issue with iTunes, um, trying to fix all that. So, hopefully, that show will be back on iTunes soon. You can find that show. Um, listed over on our, our Facebook page, the link to it to get to the to the Podbean network to hear it until we get that up and running. So, uh, I know a lot of people listen to it that way. So, thank you for those who do that. Um, it's a cool little community over at Podbean. And it's where people can leave comments and and uh, you can interact a little bit differently over there. So, we we do enjoy uh, working with them. Not that I don't enjoy working with Libson, who has been very very good to this podcast, this here podcast for for many many years. Um, I want, I want to address something that that, that that happened the other day, and it's it's really more connected to my community, but I, I think it's something that um, I think all of us can learn something from. 
I've had a problem uh, for the for the past few years uh, with a with a, a, a local figure that uh, actually happens to be pretty beloved uh, by many people in, in the community that I live in. It's our sheriff, Sheriff Leon Lott. Um, for all accounts, he seems to be a nice guy. I I, I don't know him personally. I, I can't speak about him personally. Um, but a lot of people like him, think he does a good job, and and maybe as sheriffs go, maybe maybe he does. But uh, there's an area that he has been lacking for years and it, and it reared its ugly head again uh, the other night and um, I'm very very disappointed in the way that it was approached one of the things that we have uh, in the five points area of Columbia is we ha we have an issue um, with gang activity um, it's not brought up nobody likes to talk about it because we like to blame everything in five points on drunk college kids uh, the, the five points area is where there's a huge culmination of bars and restaurants. Uh, it's actually a really neat area. It's not far from my house. Um, it it kind of gets a bad rap. It is a great place to go. There are some incredible restaurants there. Um, some really cool bars. But during the college season, it is where the college kids predominantly go. And uh, they hit the bars up pretty hard down there. And there's been a lot of... And, and there's neighborhoods that surround it. So there's a, there's a lot of talk about trying to close the bars at 12... Uh, but because they stay open till two o'clock now. And, you know, if, if they close them at 12, kids won't go home drunk. They won't drive home drunk. They won't all leave at the same time. Uh, I, it, the, the reasoning for it, and I've seen the arguments for it, it. It does make some sense some days and some days it doesn't make sense. I think it is politically driven. Uh, I, I don't know if it's that much of a safety issue. Uh, as people make it out to be, but we have had some horrific stories down there, but I, I don't think it's really as much to blame for the drunk college kids as everybody likes to put on it. We had a, we had a young lady who sadly got into a car that she thought was an Uber, um, and was uh, murdered the, a couple months back. Some of you may have heard about that. That happened in the five points area. That's not a drunk college kid problem. That is a, a nefarious person that's down there looking to murder somebody problem. And I'm not 100% certain that that wasn't gang activity as well. We had a young girl that was shot in a, the Chick-fil-A parking lot. Chick-fil-A is right there in, um, in Five Points. Shot at 2 or 3 in the morning. Chick-fil-A was not open. Uh, shot in 2 or 3 in the morning. Um, found out that it was gang activity. But we, we brushed over that one and started talking again about the drunk college kids. I was down there Halloween a few years ago. Uh, somebody had a car where a bunch of people jumped out of it, uh, started uh, beating up people, and someone took the car and put it in reverse and tried to back over people. It was gang activity, and we skipped over that in the news and said that we are investigating it. The sheriff has started a, a gang task force, and I, I, I appreciate that, but it, that really became... Um, it came about because of a young man who was absolutely brutally beaten up almost within an inch of his life uh, years ago. His name is Curtis Strange. It is a, it is a very sad story. You can look it up. Um, the, the guys that beat him up said they did it uh, as initiation into a gang. And it happened right in five points. Um, but we tried to, to glance over that. Uh, made up excuses for it for whatever reason they wanted to. And um, I think the trial for those, I think maybe the trial for all of those guys has finally ended. I'm not sure. Some of them, or I think at least one of them was tried as an adult. The rest of them were tried as kids. So they've just been in school with your kids for the past couple of years. 
And it's really a shame because the I, I think what happens is is the sheriff maybe I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt has a good heart and is trying to keep the level of panic down. But I, I don't think that's the way to approach it. I think you have to look and say what the problem is and address that problem. We have a gang problem in, in Columbia, South Carolina. Like it or not, there is a gang problem in Columbia, South Carolina. I've just given you a couple of, of actual facts. There's no way around it. There's no way around it. We, we know that all of those, well, maybe not the Uber guy, but we know that those other ones had to do with gang activity. And I'm pretty certain that what I ran into the other night happened. Apparently, there was some rumors at the South Carolina State Fair uh, that someone had uh, a gun and shot a gun. And there was a sense of panic. Sheriff's department came out and said nobody shot a gun, that that wasn't true, uh, that some people were just running inside and causing people to believe there was a panic, um, creating a sense that something was going wrong. Excuse me. Creating a sense that something was going wrong. Uh, so uh, it caused people to want to um, run away because they they believed that someone had a gun. Uh, Sheriff's Department came out and said that um, no no shots were fired, that that was just rumor. Uh, there was someone that had a picture on Twitter, but I'm pretty sure that picture was doctored and not, not that. So we haven't seen proof that there was any weapon there or not. Um, and so to make sure that everybody understood the state fair is a safe place to come, uh, kids, um, can, can come and, and feel free to be at the state fair, you know, blah, blah, blah. They said that that was, that was not the case, that that didn't happen. There's a couple problems with Sheriff Lott's story, and I'm going to just, um, take this from, from one certain account and that is mine. And I was there. And uh, I can I can tell you most certainly that something did happen. Now I do not have the highly trained ear to tell the difference between a firework and a gun, but I'm pretty damn sure that I know the difference between fireworks and guns. Um, I was down there to pick up a friend of mine's son. She'd asked us to go down to pick up him and his friends. On the way down to the fair, he was on the phone with me looking for one other. One of his friends was sick. The other one we're looking for. And they were going to come meet me out the front gate. And um, I heard a noise over the phone and I heard people kind of screaming and he, he hung up the phone, took off running. Um, a few minutes later, I got him back on the phone and I'm parked at the, at, outside the front gate. I'm, I'm trapped in gridlock out, right outside the front gate trying to find him. Like, hey, what, what's going on? He said, I don't know. It's, I don't know if a ride fell. Did you hear that noise? Like, yeah, I heard it. I had my windows down because I was looking for him and I heard it again. And, and this time it was right outside the gate that he was walking to I, within 20, 20 to 25 yards of it. I, I heard it with my own ears. Um, he came out, I directed him to where my car was. I saw people running by me in panic as if it was a, a movie. I mean, it looked like a disaster movie strollers, people picking up babies and taking off running. There was a cop on a horse right beside my car when he came, when uh, my friend's son came out and got in the car with me, uh, we heard it again to our right down the street and the cop on the horse took off after it. Our friends, his friends were separated from us. They were in the back and they heard it again as they stood beside another cop. Now, I don't have pictures of any of this, but I can certainly tell you that it wasn't just a bunch of kids running around creating a sense of panic. There was something that happened. Let's let's take it from a... I, I, let me give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say somebody was lighting off fireworks or something to make noise to scare people. 
That at least even makes more sense to me than saying some kids were just running in a group to try to cause a sense of panic. It's not the case at all. The reason I don't like things like that is I think it hurts us overall because it keeps us from really addressing the issues that we need to. My ex-wife took our daughter to the state fair um, a day or two after, a day after, a day after. Cops everywhere, on every corner inside that place. The other thing is, is 18, kids that are younger than 18 years old are not allowed in without a parent. So even if everybody was following the rules, that that, that story about kids running around trying to create things um, should have happened. But I mean, come on. I know that that rule is not true because the kids I were picking up were younger than 18 and they're walking around without parents. So we, we know that part's not true. So I, I have a problem yet again with where we are not addressing the issue like we should have. Was that gang activity? I don't know. Maybe it was. Uh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was someone, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody was shot. Maybe it was someone trying to, to create a sense of panic, but I know that they weren't just running sprints inside to create a sense of panic amongst the people there. I heard it with my own two ears. My friend and I were in the car close enough to where we knew we were not safe. I'm not trying to tell people to not go to the state fair. We should go to the state fair. What I'm trying to tell Sheriff Lott is be more honest about things. I don't want people running rampant with stories and making it so that we're panicking about everything. But I live in a neighborhood now where my wife had to start a neighborhood watch because as much as I love the cops that we deal with, and let me tell you, the beat cops that we deal with are great. There's only so much that they can do and they have very limited resources. And Sheriff Lott, if for some reason you're listening to this, you need to do better about that. Because when I found out what area these ladies and gentlemen cover, I don't understand how they're supposed to do their job at all. It's great that we're on live PD in Richland County. I would love for someone to show people why these cops have to scramble so much when you see the limited coverage that's in the area. No wonder we have so much petty crime in the Rosewood and Shandon areas. Those guys can only patrol so much. Now, I'll get off my soapbox about that and get back to the important part. Uh, if you want to make your neighborhood safe, you need to work with your neighbors. And I do believe that my wife, with what she's done with the neighborhood uh, watch program, with what uh, certain police officers in the area, especially Morris and the other guys have done to create a great sense of community and, and, and communication within the community, has been fantastic. But I believe that Sheriff Lott has got to stop lying. We have got to stop lying about things. Someone shot a gun at the state fair. Let's work together as a community to watch for that stuff instead of lying and saying, oh, no, please continue to buy your tickets and come down. I understand we want to make us make make a sense of things and not want people to panic so much. But let's make sure that we're giving them an area where they don't have to panic. That's how you fix it. Not by lying about it. We have a gang problem in downtown Columbia, South Carolina. Let's say that out loud so that we can work together as a community to stop it. Not to make us afraid of it. Well, I, I don't think we have a gang problem. But, well, don't, don't don't call that in. That looks weird. Was that was that something I heard? Well, don't, don't call that in. It can't be a gang. We, we don't have a gang issue. Having a gang task force shouldn't be something that's just political. That's just customary. We have a gang task force. Great. Let's put them to use within the community. And I've talked with one of the cops that's on that task force. And again, 
the people that are at that end where they're on the street doing the job, I believe they're doing a, a, an excellent, excellent job. But I've got too many cases of where sheriff lots not being straight up with people about this. And I can go in. There was someone who was murdered not long ago. And they said there were no other cases that fit it. And one of my best friends who lives just a couple of blocks down from the place where this person was murdered had her house broken into by someone who fit the description of the murderer. And yet they said there was nothing else that had happened that week that was connected to that murder. There were no other crimes. And I knew it happened to her house. She called it in. It was their own record. But but there they are lying about it. And again, it's the sheriff. It's not the beat cops. I love them. They're great people. They're doing whatever they can with minimal work. So here's my thing. Why do I want to bring this up at the, at the top of the show? There are people like my wife that really work very hard with... Um, uh, with the with local um, community watch programs, uh, and it's not just her. There's a lot of people that, that that really do a lot of work with that. There are police officers that are trying to communicate with the the public and 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 make sure that we've got uh, a sense of community about us and a sense of responsibility of wanting to go out there and do more than what we're given. The government is does not going to just absolutely protect you if you still believe that the government is going to come in and fix everything, then you have not been paying attention to I don't know all of time. We have to do our job, but but I'm I'm putting out a plea here. To Sheriff Lot, stop this cover-up stuff. Your 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 public relations when it comes to issues like this is not doing you well. Columbia is a small city. Word gets around. We we know now to not trust what you say, and that's a bad place to be as a sheriff. And I again, I'm I'm saying this out loud because I believe that Sheriff Lot, from from all accounts that I know, he seems like a very good man and a very nice person. I just think you you can't lie to your kids. Your kids are smart enough to know that you're not telling them the truth. You got to get them to work with you. You got to be open and honest about it. And actually, there are resources. If you don't have the financial resources to get more officers and get more coverage and do the things that you need to have to do your job to, to the best of the abilities that need to be done, get your community involved. Don't lie to them. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. If I am, Sheriff Lott, and I've said this before, you have an open invitation to come on to this show and talk to me about it and let me know where I'm seeing things from the wrong point of view. This show goes out to almost 12,000 listeners a week, but they are mostly in the southeastern United States with probably the bulk of it being here in Columbia South Carolina, or being here in South Carolina, you have a great audience to come and set the record straight here. Again, I'm not meaning to accuse you of anything nefarious, but I'm sorry, sir. You, you, you got to let me know where I'm wrong on this because right now it certainly doesn't look like I am. And all we want to do is help. That's my, uh, that's my open letter there to, to old Sheriff Leon Lott. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns about that, uh, please feel free to shoot me an email. I will answer you back as always. I try to answer every email that I get, uh, and I would love to, uh, to talk to you about it. All right. 
Real quick, I want to tell you about the, uh, something that happened with me this morning and some thoughts that came across my mind and uh, kind of uh, share a little, uh, some feels that I had this morning uh, as I was hanging out with my my new good buddy, Hilton. And uh, I will talk to you on the other side of this break. Yeah, this one's for the drunk girls in the back Standing by the bar with all her friends I can't see their faces But I can hear them shout Yeah, this one's for the drunk girls in the back kind of ironic that I, I picked that song to play i just i just grabbed it out of the out of the out of the hopper there yes and they're talking about uh five points i think that that song was written actually oh not about five points but about another place in columbia <laughs> where college kids go to to hang out um and ironic that i'm i'm sitting in don and brooke's house and i, I believe that brooke was a main uh focal point of that of that song it's kind of neat she's that brooke is a brooks are really 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 sweet lady. I don't know what she's doing with Don. Um, but uh, anyway. Um, but anyway, I, I got to hang out with their dog this morning. Their dog, Hilton. Hilton um, is extremely cute dog. Uh, it's some kind of lab pig mix, I think. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Uh, Hilton's in there dead ass asleep on the bed right now. I'm looking at her from the other from the other room. And she is just out like a fat boy in dodgeball. Um this dog is cute as can be, and I think I think pretty old. I think she's old as dirt, but uh, she's she's absolutely sweet. She can't hear with a damn, uh, but I think she can hear me. Uh, I guess my voice being as loud as it is causes like the the, the bed to shake. Um, so we we kind of have a good time. We kind of get each other because I'm you know she's the only person that I'm not too loud for, and I'm like the only person I think that she can hear. So we've. Uh, We've created kind of a nice bond <laughs> this morning, uh, hanging out before I got busy uh, with work and everything here in just a minute. But um, we went for a walk today, so I was I was sitting around and I was like, you know, uh, after after morning coffee, maybe maybe we need to go on a little walk. And so I, I picked up the uh, the leash and walked upstairs. And I have never seen this dog run, and she ran. Well, I mean, she ran for her running. You know, her running is. Is different from any anything anything else, right? He's very very slow. You know, Jason Witten, the the tight end for the the Dallas Cowboys. He's he he came out of retirement uh, and to to play this year. He's been playing in the league for sixteen years and uh, has lost quite a few steps. He even falls slow. <laughs> Everything he does is slow. Um, that's the way Hilton looks running towards the door. But uh, I put the leash on, and man, she she had a good time. Um, it was nice. We took a little walk and I was, I was watching her for a second. You know, I, I have a very young dog. Sandy is, is very young and he's full of energy. So he, when he goes on a walk, it is action packed. A little bit slower pace with Hilton. We just kind of took the, we took things at a little bit slower pace today, but that was okay. Uh, we had a good time doing it. I, I watched as she was kind of just sniffing the grass 
a little bit longer than, than Sandy does and, and really kind of watching her for a little bit as we walk. She, she actually stand, stands there for a second and looks around to try to decide where she wants to go. And it's almost like you can see her thinking, you know. And so I was like, yeah, we're, at your, we're at your pace today, Hilton. You, you decide how we're going to do this. And, and she was in complete control of how we, how we did our walk today. And I was, as I was walking with her, I, you know, had a lot of stuff of work on my mind. We, we've got a lot going on and it's, it's going to be a crazy day. As soon as I shut this off and I get going with work, it's, it's going to be fast paced and it's going to be kind of strange today. Um, but I, uh, I really sat and thought a little bit about what I do for work. So I've talked about it before that I work in hospice and one of the things that happens when we get to, to end of life, um, we forget sometimes as, and when I say we, I don't, I don't mean the people that work in hospice, but the folks that, um, the families that we're taking care of, if, if, if it's the families that are taking care of a patient, uh, they seem to kind of forget where they are, or maybe it's just the, the, they, they haven't really grasped, um, exactly where they are in this process yet. And one of the things we see is people start to worry about stuff that they shouldn't worry about. Um, <laughs> for instance, I had this this man that had lung cancer. He was dying. He was just dying. wasn't wasn't on you know wasn't on continuous oxygen, and uh, he had given up smoking a year years ago. But you know he was dying, and he's he's not doing well at all. And I'm I'm there, and I I go to just go by to visit with him one day. I walk out on the porch, and he's he's. He's, he's like, you know, smoking a cigarette. I was like, yeah, cool. So we sat out there while he smoked a cigarette, took in, you know, the view from his porch like he always liked to do. And as I was leaving, his daughter caught me on the way out to the door. She's like, I'm so worried about that. I don't know what to do. I was like, what, what's the matter? What's what's going on? She, he's smoking. He's smoking. I, I, I don't know what to do. But like, he, it, he, he, it's terrible that he's back doing that again. Well, if he quits smoking, how many extra minutes do you think that's going to give him? This man's got stage four lung cancer. He, the smoking ain't going to hurt him anymore. Now I didn't say it to her in that in that respect, but we we kind of forget that sometimes. And I um I I have to be reminded that uh, everybody needs some perspective every now and then. That we just need to sit back and relax and see where people are and. Uh, take into account that we're not trying to to push them in ways that we think they need to be pushed because we may not be in the right frame of mind to make those decisions for them. So it's, it's kind of funny. I was standing there with, with Hilton for a few minutes at this stop sign. I'm like, we can, we can walk whenever you want to, dog. Like, we, 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 we're, we're out here to go on a walk. But, you know, she, she didn't... She didn't need to walk. She wanted to take in every blade of grass as she could. And then we'll move to, to the next to the next section. And uh, I had to remind myself that I, I wasn't walking Sandy. I'm walking another dog. It got me thinking about a, a buddy of mine. I found out yesterday that, that I, I lost an old friend of mine. He was, he was old. He was up there. His name is Finn. Now Finn uh, is a guy that I met at the uh, the Cock and Bull, the, the bar that is kind of a it's kind of been a second home to me throughout the years, and um, 
Finn has been such a fixture in that bar that for one of his birthdays, uh, they presented him with a plaque at his seat at that bar. Got his name sitting right there. Finn is a very smart guy. He's very well-traveled. He taught at the Montessori School in Columbia. He is a brilliant, brilliant man. Wonderful uh, piano player. Um, incredible musician. Uh, but a, a, a hell of a guy to be able to sit and talk to. And, you know, you get a couple of Guinnesses in front of of, of, of him and, and yourself, and, and you'd have a good conversation for quite a while. And I, I really like that 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 guy. He, my daughter, has always known him. He's always taken time to to speak to her whenever she was there. And he was a really nice guy. Finn was a very interesting guy. And um, he's written books. I've got I've got one of them. Um, he's traveled around the world. He he's he's a a wonderful. The closest thing to a Renaissance man is you're going to find in today's day and age. And he, he really had this um, ability to tell stories. Uh, he's so quick-witted, and but could absolutely uh, put together a story better than, than most people that, that I knew. And I, and I love talking to him. He'd also get really mad at me. I'm, I'm, I'm very loud. And I, I remember one of our arguments. I'm at the other end of the bar, and uh, football game's on. And Finn loves soccer. Soccer is Finn's thing. And, you know, you get in there, soccer, it's crazy, it's loud. And I remember one day I'm, I'm sitting there and uh, I'm watching football. Me and some buddies of mine are just upset about what's going on. And Finn looks over at me, he's like, Chad, Chad, you keep your voice down. It's like, it's a little too loud for me in here. And, of course, I'm livid about the game. So I look at him, I'm like, Finn, this is a freaking bar. It's not a library. I'm going to watch the game and be loud. I thought that was the end of it. And Finn looked back at me and he said, yes, I know. But Chad, you're loud for even a football game. I couldn't help but start laughing because actually he was probably right. But but Finn had this good heartedness about him. Like even when that old codger would complain about stuff, eh, still there's a part of you that as much as he may annoy you, you loved him. Finn, um, Moved about a year ago away from Columbia back to, uh, I think up to his daughter's in North Carolina. Uh, he had some health issues and was getting worse. And um, he had a stroke. He passed away a couple of days ago. And I heard about it. I, um, I, was, I wasn't sad immediately because Finn's an old guy. And, and quite frankly, in the, in the line of work that I'm in, I run into quite a few young people. Finn had lived a long and prosperous life. I mean, he's a. He, I, I don't know that Finn ever wanted for anything. I, I don't know that there was anything in his life that he had any regrets over. It, maybe there were some, I'm sure, who, who doesn't have them. But, you know, he, he really was a guy that was able to stop and do things the way that he wanted to. He loved the cock and bull. People wondered, like, that guy is there, like, every day. Yeah, you want to know why? Because he loved it. He took in every relationship he had there, even the ones that annoyed the hell out of him. He sat there and enjoyed every single bit of it. And from what I've told, that he was able to do that with every aspect in every year of his life. I think it's phenomenal. 
I sat there and walked Hilton around this morning with the idea that I was walking with Finn one last time. And it was a lot like walking with Finn. Slow. Interesting. There was a squirrel that I thought Hilton was going to chase, and it was really kind of funny. Uh, we, we, were, we were walking uh, near a park, and she stopped and looked, and looked at a squirrel, and I was like, is this, is this old dog about to, about to try to chase something? And she just sat right down on her fat butt and looked at it. Just took it in. Maybe thinking about the days that she used to chase the hell out of squirrels, I don't know. But you can see her just watching, not with any kind of anticipation, just taking it in, slowly stood up and started walking again. Finn was that way. I would hear him tell stories. I'd hear him go over things in his life. But not as if to, to say that he missed it and wished he could go back. But in the pure understanding of the enjoyment he got for living it. I think that appreciation is, is rare. I think too many times we, we look back and we... We we yearn for the days of when we were able to do something rather than understanding that there are phases and seasons in our life and it's great to be able to say that you did it. Oh, it's great to miss that stuff because you had such a good time with it. But yearning for that day to come back isn't something that's plausible nor something that, that we should do because I think then we rob ourselves of the joy of the memory of what we did. And who knows, maybe you would have done it too long and stopped enjoying it, found it as a chore. I don't know why I got these feelings watching this old dog walk around the neighborhood, but but coupled with the loss of my, my friend, I, I think I saw something about it that just kind of reminded me of him and the way that he lived his life. And Finn was really known, too, to, to, to fool you. Right before he made a... a <laughs> A, uh, an emphatic point that you thought was coming. Every now and then, it ended up just being some silly joke. Like that today when I saw Hilton walk and then suddenly stop. She looked at me. And then looked off in the distance. And I, I had no idea what she was about to do. It was, it was different than the pattern I'd watched her all morning where she would stop and, and sniff the grass or stop and then sit and look at the squirrel. She sat there. For at least a minute, just staring. And I, I kind of stopped too and and looked off. And I, I realized that she was looking right at the sun that was coming up this morning. Right right where the sun was was just touching the tops of the tree line. And the sky was was beautiful. And I sat there and I was like, man, you know, you, when you find yourself staring off into the distance and letting your mind just wonder, sometimes some of the most profound things may come or just the fact that you, you may miss the most simple, wonderful thing, like a sunrise. And it's it's amazing how sometimes just walking around with an old dog can remind you of that. And then I looked at Hilton, and she was just taking a dump. I felt like Finn had got me with another one of his jokes again. Of course, I didn't have any bags, so I had to go back to the house and find something to clean up the mess. It's kind of the way Finn would do it. He would sometimes tell the joke, and it was just a joke just for him. And the joke was on you. He was brilliant that way. <laughs> I miss my friend. I'm reminded whenever I lose people. I, I'm with people that lose people every day. 
and I tell them things and I say things and then I rarely I have to turn and say those things to myself and the thing I keep thinking about today is that you're you're supposed to miss people and it's supposed to hurt it's very uh, selfish for us to want them here because that's just us wanting them here Finn was old Finn was dealing with things with his life that he didn't want to deal with health issues he's tired I believe Finn was satisfied. I hope he was. He should be. He lived his life as if he was. And the pain that I feel from losing my friend is just the tax that I pay for loving that guy so much. If we didn't miss them, then we didn't really appreciate them and love them as much as we say we did. So it should hurt. It's supposed to hurt. But it's still not easy to tell myself that. No, I miss my friend. I really do. I would love one more walk with him. One more glass of Guinness. One more story. One more joke. One more life lesson. One more argument. But I'm, uh, I'm thankful for the ones we had. And maybe one more argument would have made it feel like it was too many. But I'm thankful for the ones we had. I was glad I got to walk that old dog today. It let me process the loss of my friend. Sometimes sometimes we just don't slow down enough. No matter how many times we watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off or read the Bible, we can't learn those lessons that we're just supposed to slow down and take it all in. Glad I was able to do that today. If I could give you any advice, find some time in your busy ass day today to slow down and look around and enjoy it. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around every once in a while, you just might miss it. If you have a hard time finding a way to do that, go find an old dog and walk with it. stays the same when you're out of the game for too long As if you're looking back trying to find the tracks they're all windblown I'm always shedding my skin even from within and I don't know where I've been where I go is the future so cause when I think about how the way things should have gone I'm still out here on my own. So again, thank you to all you who came out last night to see us live under the Oaks in Mount Pleasant. We are looking forward to our gig here again tonight at the uh, uh, Royal American downtown Charleston, South Carolina. If you can make it, we'd love to see you. It will be a late show. We better have a babysitter for the kids. But uh, we're really looking forward to to coming down that way in uh and seeing you guys there. I, I've got quite a few uh, interviews set up 
over the next few weeks. Some really good ones. So please make sure you are tuning in. We are going to try to get a little bit more of a regular schedule. You have to excuse us this week. We've had to, we've had to throw a couple of Hail Marys uh, at work. So it's kind of thrown me, thrown me off a little bit. But uh, always striving to have that more... Uh, a more consistent schedule. I want to do a little plug though. If you have not listened to Welding a Family, please check out the past couple of episodes. I've really been proud uh, of what we've done. That that show is very fun. It's a really neat exercise for me and my wife. Uh, but I also think there's some really good content to that. If you have not checked out Welding a Family, it is not on iTunes. We are working to get it back up there, but you can find it if you go to our Facebook page, uh, Local Bar Media on Facebook, and you can find the past couple of episodes. Uh, if you do download the Podbean app, it is a free app. You can sign up and you can find a lot of other uh, folks in the community. And as a matter of fact, some of the folks that I've interviewed on this show are found as part of our community there on Podbean where you can connect with them and actually uh, have some uh, some chat with them back and forth. It's really kind of really kind of amazing. So give that a shot. Take a look at it. Uh, we'd love to, uh, to hear from you over on the Podbean network. Um, but uh, thanks again for tuning in this week. Looking forward to some of these great interviews we've got lined up and uh, can't wait to uh, to bring some of that to you. So go out there and have a good week. Here's to you, Finn. I miss you, buddy. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab, but if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. Yes, we will see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Please check out Welding a Family if you get a chance. See you tonight at the Royal American or Foxfield if you're feeling froggy. Until next week, take care. This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com.